Hello everyone and welcome to Dads Online. It's an exciting uh, podcast we're going to bring you today. We have a friend of Dads Online who is Daniel Daly from RB Flinders. Now, Daniel is a fr- um, family lawyer that handles family law matters and intervention orders. Daniel is going to be uh, a resident uh, speaker on Dads Online with everything to do with family law. So welcome, Daniel. Thanks, Peter. Thanks for having me. I'm uh, very happy to be here today. Great stuff. Now, Daniel uh, is going to give us um, some insight into a couple of uh, questions that I've been getting through the Dads Online website, um, through emails and the contact form there. And couple of the regular questions that I get um, that Daniel's going to talk to is, does moving out of the family home affect settlement or should I stay in the home and move to another bedroom until settlement? Um, we're also going to touch on, does having a place of my own help get 50-50 custody? So I guess, Daniel, um, if you also maybe wanted to touch on family law and is this is it the same family law in every state i think you know a lot of the dads would be really interested to know um that you can represent them no matter where they are so how do you how do you go about that that's right so uh, the family law act is a piece of commonwealth legislation and it applies all over australia with the exception of western australia that has its own legislation in place which is very similar to that of the rest of australia so in providing representation to clients interstate, it's not that difficult given the advances in technology that we have these days. A lot of work is, or a lot of communication is done through email and telephone calls. Uh, When there is a need for an appearance, there are uh, many local agents that we can um, engage to appear before the court, or in those instances where it's really necessary, we can travel. Uh, to to appear before the judge in a family law matter. Yeah, fantastic. It is like, you know, Skype, telephone. We live in a world of technology, so you can be anywhere and provide that service. That's right. It's very easy to uh, speak to a client these days, um, regardless of where they are. Yeah. Would you actually, would you need to fly into, hypothetically, Brisbane to represent someone, or can you attend court via... Skype, how, how does that work? Uh, on occasions, there is the ability for a party to attend via telephone. Yeah. Um, in family law, there aren't all that many court dates. In the life of a family law case, you may have you know, six or seven different court dates, and that might span over a period of two years. Um, so it's a question of whether or not it's necessary for that travel to be made, because there are great barristers all over Australia that practice in family law and can appear before uh, a judge on any particular day in any in any state. Okay, okay, that sounds that sounds great. So I guess if we move into our first question, and this is definitely one that um, I had an email recently. Uh, we had a particular dad that had been uh, living and, and sleeping in a separate bedroom than his wife, um, obviously uh, in an unhappy situation, but he was doing that because he didn't want to leave his children. Um, Totally understand that, but he was also worried um, about whether or not if he was the first person to move out, does that affect 
um, settlement. Um, so I guess our question is, does moving out of the family home affect settlement or should I stay in the home and just move to another bedroom? And I'd really like to get you know your take on that. Well, it's a very interesting question and family law and family law matters in their nature are very complex and very difficult to deal with because there is so much emotion and stress attached to these issues. I mean, separating from a partner of a short relation or a short relationship or a long-term relationship can be very difficult uh, and it can be a very stressful um, event in someone's life. So certainly trying to get a little bit of clarity in in terms of these these issues and what uh, potential issues might pop up is very important. Sure. Now, this question really intrigues me because there are a lot of elements that uh, relate to intervention orders that I see pop up with this question, okay. and there are a lot of issues that need to be considered. If someone has chosen to separate from their partner, I guess the first question we need to to ask is whether or not you can live in the same household and be separated and the answer is yes it is possible to be separated while you continue to reside in the same house uh, it's actually quite a common issue and given that more often than not people do not have another house to move into we Correct. see many people in these situations okay um, but the court will the court will consider a number of factors in determining whether parties to a relationship have separated and are continuing to reside in the same residence. So what I'm trying to say there is just because you haven't moved out doesn't mean that you're not separated. There are a lot of elements that, or a lot of factors that the court will take into consideration in assessing whether or not you've been separated under the one roof as, as um, we say in, in family law. Right, so you can be, um, you can be separated under the eyes of the family court whilst you're living in the same house as your partner or wife with the children. So you could be, all you're really doing is, is you're sleeping in a separate bedroom. You could be having dinner with the family, sitting in the lounge room with the family, but sleeping in a different room. And the court would look at that as possibly separation? That's right. And there will, there will be a, a number of other questions that are asked in addition to that, but a lot of parties might choose to continue to be amicable, amicable to each other yeah. uh, for the for the sake of the children. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So if we move back towards the question, one of the things that we need to consider is the potential for further arguments to occur between parents. Um, if you have made the decision to stay at home and move into a a separate bedroom, are you putting yourself at risk at having further disputes, verbal or, or physical, um, whilst being in that household? An assessment needs to be made as to whether or not you need to remove yourself from that environment in order to prevent further arguments occurring. And further to that, we need to consider if further arguments do occur, are the children going to be there to witness that? Are they going to be exposed to instances of family violence? Yeah. Yeah, and as we know, you know, family violence um, can take on many forms um, from, you know, verbal to isolation to physical. There's, there's so many different forms. And one of, um, one of the big 
factors that I've, I've seen is that um, children cannot be present or um, hear or see family violence. That's exactly right. And uh, the, court, the court will, or I guess in general, what we'd like to, to know is that parents are having these discussions out of sight from the children if they are having these discussions. Because um, when, children's, when children are young, they don't know how to process the information. They don't know how to process what's going on. And um, it, can, it can affect them. Um, and there can be, there is quite a huge impact that children suffer as a result of pa uh, their parents separating. Um, so it's important to try and minimise that impact on the children. And certainly, uh, if you're having an argument in front of any children, um, that's not going to help the situation. So in making that assessment for state, you need to really carefully consider whether or not there are going to be further arguments that are going to occur and where your child is in all of this. Because... Mm. Most of, most dads that we see will 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 say that their child is you know number one in their eyes and everything all that matters is their child, um, so that it's a really important consideration to make. Yeah, I, I, yeah. So you know, and and I agree. If the children are a number one priority in their life, well, then they need to be um, they need to be protected from all of those elements. That's right. Yeah. And in the more serious instances of. Uh, verbal or physical domestic violence what might happen is the situation may escalate if a couple has decided to separate it's there's a, there's a very high possibility that further arguments are going to occur and then that puts us into a dangerous territory where there's a potential that intervention orders or police may be called to attend upon the property Mm -hmm. in the instance where a verbal argument has gotten out of control. And the verbal argument may have initially started as a discussion between mum and dad as to what's going to happen moving forward. And before we know it, we're in a screaming match, the police are called, and it could, for, for mum or dad, it could mean that they're the respondent to an intervention order, which can cause further stress and problems for them. Yeah, particularly if, um, yeah, well, it, particularly if the dad's is still living in the house because, um, you know, I, I imagine an intervention order uh, is, is that you can't come within a certain, you know, distance or radius of that other person. And if your only home is the house that you're currently living in, where do you go? That's right, quite often, Dads are the re respondent to an intervention order that forces them out of the household. Mm. So as opposed to having the decision earlier to leave on their own accord, there is now a court order from the magistrate's court that says you can't be within a certain amount, uh, a certain distance of this particular property, which effectively means you cannot continue to reside at that house. And that will force dads to go and find other accommodation, whether it be with family or friends or uh, seeking rental accommodation. So the, the path of an intervention order can compel, can compel you to have to move out of the household. Yeah, yeah. so having this knowledge, you know, knowledge, knowledge is power. And I imagine knowing that these things can occur um, 
and can be quite detrimental to you know custody and your ongoing plans post separate post separation um, it's so important to get this information early um, so yeah so you'd always recommend um, if you're considering uh, separation to at least maybe give you a call and and get some hard facts around how to behave how to what to think about and how to uh, how to respond and and not try try very hard not to get involved with arguments my favorite client is the client that calls me early on in the piece yeah uh, because then I can give him advice as to the process in terms of the separation and what options are available for them um, whether it be going to court or mediation or collaborative law, the client that comes to me too late because A, B and C has happened and one of those, one of those things that have happened may be the fact that they're the recipient of a, an intervention order, it, it makes the lawyer's job much harder because now we have to work with what's happened and we have to try and, I guess, help our client get back on the right track. Mm. If a client comes early, lawyers lawyers get a bad rap and sometimes deservingly, but a lawyer isn't going to try and convince you to leave your partner. Mm. A lawyer will just look to inform you um, as to the process. And exactly what you said, uh, an informed client is an, a client that's going to make a better decision. Yeah, save, save all that heartache, save money because it gets complicated. That's right, and especially if an intervention order pops up. Family law matters are usually within, uh, they're litigated within the family court or the federal circuit court. Intervention orders typically come from the magistrate's court, which is a separate court. Mm. So the, the clients that I act for that have an intervention order and have family law proceedings on foot are fighting battles in two different courts. It's very costly to do so. It's incredibly stressful. Mm -hmm. and, and I think that's probably the most important and taxing element to this because going through family law proceedings or, or just simply having separated from your partner is stressful enough, but to then be stretched between two courts is, it's a challenge I can't imagine. Mm -hmm. um, so it is important that if you are someone who is in this process, that you get advice, you get advice early, and although it's difficult to step foot into a lawyer's office to begin with, having done so earlier without the, the need to do so um, will certainly help you in the long term. Okay. Yeah, that's, um, that is great information. And um, so you don't mind taking uh, some phone calls from some dads who might be in those early stages or actually any stage of their separation um, you can you feel like you can you can help them but get in early is better but at any point um, of the separation that journey that they're in um, they're, they need advice and you, they can call you that's right that's right and I I'm quite happy to take calls from my clients on my mobile and quite often I'm talking at all different hours of the night and that's because these issues do pop up at times that you don't suspect they're mm -hmm. going to uh, they're very real issues and it's it's just organic in nature 
um, these issues will pop up when you yes. least expect them and and you need to get advice you need to get advice quickly so that your your decisions going forward are the right ones yeah perfect I, I love that it's uh, you know these things do like you said they pop up when we don't expect them they can blindside you at three o'clock on a Tuesday afternoon and it's like who do who do I call well I guess you know it, it's it would be great having you Daniel in our corner um, you've been helpful to many dads already and I can only um, recommend that if you are looking for a family um, lawyer that Daniel um, is definitely uh, can be in your corner uh, so Daniel's um, Daniel's number is 0423 729-686 and I'll put Daniel's uh, email address and phone number in the podcast notes below so that you can have uh, an easy reference but um, before we sort of finish off that topic is there anything that you wanted to add that we haven't spoken about around that topic? Uh, it's, it's a bit of a balancing act you really need to consider whether or not it's worthwhile putting yourself in that environment and the potential for all these these issues to arise that we've discussed or are you better removing yourself from that situation seeking a lawyer's advice as to how best protect any property that you've got concerns about and having taken yourself out of that situation you may avoid any other headaches that you may have subjected yourself to if you remain there. It's a very difficult decision to make because there are children that are left in the household, there's attachments to property, and sometimes clients will feel like they've lost because they've moved out. And that feeling of losing is, is really difficult to deal with, but sometimes moving out is the best decision to make. Yeah, and you know, I, and I know, and 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 I, I feel just that grief from dads who do leave the family home. Um, they miss their kids so much, and I think on many occasions, you know, they're very reluctant to leave the home because they have a feeling that if they leave the home, um, you know, they're going to cut ties with their kids. And I think that um, you know, getting some advice early can save some of that worry um, and at least have a plan so that when you uh, do leave the home, you can um, at least have confidence that um, there's a plan in place and you've got someone like you, Daniel, that will work for them to make sure that they get a fair deal in having access to their kids. That sums it up quite nicely. Yeah, so look, thank you, Daniel. Um, so. Check out Daniel's contact details in the in the notes, um, and also uh, look for the next podcast, which we're going to be talking about. Does having a place help me get fifty fifty custody? Uh, that'll be the next episode. So, but for now, thanks, Daniel, and we'll talk soon. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Well, dads, I hope you found that informative. Remember, if you need any help with anything to do with family law, then Daniel Daly's contact details will be listed in the podcast notes. And if you're going through separation or divorce and feeling overwhelmed with any sadness or grief or simply are looking for someone to talk to about how you're feeling, there are organisations that are set up perfectly for that. So try Men's Line and give them a call on 1300 
789978 or Lifeline on 131114. You don't have to go through this alone. Best wishes and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. Bye for now.